eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I've spent most of this weekend watching sports because I enjoy watching Premier League soccer. And I imagine that there are a lot of Americans who maybe haven't paid a lot of attention to soccer over the last few years. If they're jonesing to watch sports, maybe now you're a new fan. At some point, I'll do a whole episode on like how to pick your team. But you know how to pick a team. Watch a game. Learn some stuff. And then decide that you want to be a fan of that team. In thinking about doing that, I was thinking about how I became an Arsenal fan. And it was because I was mesmerized by Van Persie. Like, watching Robin Van Persie play was something that I was like, man, this dude is baller. So when I started watching Premier League soccer, he was the big star for Arsenal. And then I'd watch him on the Dutch team, and he was just the man. So I kind of became an Arsenal fan. He was a big reason why I became an Arsenal fan. It was about that time where I was really starting to pay attention to what was going on. But anyway, this episode is not necessarily about that. I wanted to talk about the broadcast experience of watching games in the Premier League, and if you haven't, or the Bundesliga, it's wrapped up. But if you were paying attention when they first came back, when the Bundesliga first came back, it was very kind of sterile and clinical. They just you were hearing guys talk and yell and coach each other on the field, all of those things. And then they decided that they were going to put crowd noise into the game. And I found that I really, really like it. That it's not exactly the experience that you would get watching games on a Saturday or Sunday. But I, I do think that it it does have some feeling of weight and gravity when you're watching the games. I'm glad that this is something that they toyed with. And while it can't completely replace what happens when you have actual fans in the stands, I, I kind of like it. And I, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it because it, as, a, as an inquisitive reporter type, there's something so valuable about the idea of being able to hear more. And when it comes to American sports coming back, 
I think that we have to ask some questions about that, whether we want the broadcast to be just raw as possible or if we now have become needy in a way as a fan base where we need some of the the other things piped in. So I've been trying to learn more about exactly what it is that the Bundesliga and and what the Premier League have been doing. And it's fascinating that they got together with EA Sports. Like, if you're wondering why it kind of sounds like a video game, it sounds like a video game because it's coming from a video game. And I guess they have, like, 92 different chants for the teams. And and I kept thinking about, you know, I kept, I kept thinking about Chris Tannehill. I kept thinking about how if you're going to do it right, with the crowd noises and you're trying to relay the different emotions that a fan or a fan base would have throughout a match where your team makes a great stop like that type of applause is different than what happens when your team scores a goal or when your team gives up a goal or when your team gets a foul that people disagree with or just the the murmur of what's happening throughout a game and you need someone that's why Tanny like came to mind. Like you need someone who is a top notch sports fan and someone who's top notch with the audio. And in my mind, I don't know this for sure. I'm hoping to get some information about this from some other people over the next week or so. I imagine there being, there's this thing in, in radio, you probably seen it. It's called an instant replay machine. And I imagine that there's both an audio file going and a, an instant replay machine. And what you could do is you could have up to like 50 sounds and you could just push a button. And then that button would relate to whatever sounds that you've loaded up. So you load up all the sound into it and then you put a a frame over it so you know this button corresponds to this sound. We would joke about this with... Back in the day on the, the, the Heavy Fuel Cruel show, they used to do this this thing called, we're happy for you. Like, hey, I just uh, got married. We're happy for you. Like that thing. And I still remember that it was bank five, button 48. You had to go to the fifth bank. and you Because we could load up like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. But you need to make sure you know where everything is because you want to be able to react very quickly. And I noticed... That in the first couple of weeks, the sounds were lagging behind as everyone was trying to figure out how to get it done. But over the, it's been on it. Like I was watching a match today and I was like, wow, they really have done an incredible job. And it doesn't seem to throw the announcers off. And I don't know if they're getting that in their feed of the broadcast, but if they are, it doesn't seem like it's throwing them off. I'm really impressed by it. And I, I think that, there is something to doing it with sports here. Basketball, they're going to have to do something because I don't know if the NBA is going to want some of the raw language that happens on a basketball court to be available for people who are watching games from Disney World. They might want to do something. I don't know if it's music, if we're going to hear like the same are we going to hear the same sights and sounds that we would hear depending on who's, who the home team is on what their home team stadium stuff sounds like? 
I'd be down for that, whatever they want to do. But I'm telling you, they do not, with as much money as on the line, they do not want to, to have this on the, the rawness on the air. I would want it. I'm here for it. But I would understand if they decided that they wanted to go in another direction. With football, they're so closed about all the things that we can know about the game anyway they they've got to find a way to to the sights and sounds of it they've got to fix that too baseball though baseball may be the one place where you could get away with no crowd sounds where i think that it would be interesting to hear some of the things that are said and they're not as secretive there's a little bit but they're not as secretive as as football is when it comes to that i i thought i heard craig and kenny say that they weren't going to do that on on, they weren't going to pipe in sound on the cubs broadcast but there is something eerie about it in an empty stadium when the white Sox played baltimore five years ago in a stadium that had no crowd you, you could hear a lot of stuff, which was great, but I think they would have been better served to have the murmur. A place like Wrigley, like the murmur is very present. Like when you're watching Cubs games on a Saturday or Sunday when they got 40,000 people in the ballpark, the ballpark has its own heartbeat. It has its own voice. And it's hard to capture it, but I do think that they did a good job with, with the Premier League and I keep wondering, like, is that going to be the template? Will you use sound that you would hear for MLB the show for Major League Baseball? It didn't throw me off or bother me as much as I thought it was going to. When this started, I thought for sure, I was like, this is going to be corny. Like, ah, this is going to be ridiculous. But the way that the Premier League has done it, where they've tightened the shots so, like, you're not getting these wide shots of crowds because obviously there aren't any crowds. But you are seeing them use tarps to put advertising and messages on the seat. So you tighten the shot a little bit. And I know something about this because when we would call DePaul games, clearly with DePaul being in a rut for a very long time, basketball-wise, there would be sparse crowds at the Allstate Arena. And what would happen is you would almost never see a cut of the game being shown with the upper deck of the stadium. It would be very tight on the lower deck where there were more people. and Not a lot, but there were at least a few people on that lower deck. So I wonder if baseball is going to change the way that it shoots the game. But I dig what the Premier League has done with this. And I didn't, I was concerned that it was going to come off wrong. And I haven't, I felt very much into the game the same way that I felt last year at this time watching games. I felt like a part of it. I felt like a very genuine part of the broadcast. And NBC and Full disclosure, I work for them too, besides working for the score. But I really like their broadcast. I think Rebecca Lowe does a great job with the halftime shows over there. And they they do it, they do it really, really well. 
So that's my two cents. And I'm looking to find out more about this whole process over the next couple of weeks. But I'd be okay if the Cubs and White Sox wanted to experiment with some of this stuff on their broadcast. I think there's a way to do it. And I think that they've offered you a model in the Bundesliga and the Premier League on how to do it without it being over the top and, and silly. So we'll see if they do it. If they do, I'm down for it. Thanks for listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? Nerd Wallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.